Welcome to the Conservative's Guide to American Politics. My name is Ed Bejarana, and I am an otherwise happy-go-lucky conservative who enjoys life in North Idaho with his wife and two golden retrievers. For all intents and purposes, I keep to myself and figure folks should live and let live. You know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But I am frustrated watching the news. All I really tune in to see is the weather and maybe some local interest stories, but most of what they show me is their political bias and socialistic tendencies. The American media is no longer neutral. Instead, they use their megaphone to influence political power. The ideals of America have been hijacked by people who otherwise dislike or hate American ideology. I started this podcast as my way to fight back from my little slice of America. Call it a rallying cry for other common sense conservatives to arm themselves against the onslaught of negativity. It is time the America-hating progressives hear from the silent majority. It is time for conservatives to stand up and be heard. I am sick and tired of people who say that if you debate and you disagree with this administration, somehow you're not patriotic. And we should stand up and say we are Americans and we have a right to debate and disagree with any administration. Wow. Remember when that was the idea of the left? Yeah, sure. That is an exact quote from Hillary Clinton. Welcome to Conservatives Guide. Since taking office in 2017, the left attacked the Republican president, democratically elected, with everything they had. When their verbal attacks had no effect, the militant left took aim at Americans and America in general. They tore down statues, burned down buildings, and crushed business with military-like precision. They used commercial fireworks, um, frozen bottles of water, sticks with nails, and guns to hurt anyone who stood up to them. Liberal governors took great offense and even filed lawsuits against President Trump when he brought in the National Guard to protect federal buildings. (laughs) All while the left called what was happening as mostly peaceful protests and a, a great example of how democracy is saved. Then January 6th happened. Windows were broken. No fireworks were used, but people forced their way into the Capitol building. Note, no fires, no graffiti, no vandalism. Just Americans roaming the halls, staging a a sit-in style of protest. But nope, the liberal left called this an act of insurrection, a case of domestic terrorism. The media took to the story lightning quick and and, and with the aid of weak Republican leaders gained the political cover they needed to call Americans who opposed the Democratic platform traitors. Well, we're seeing the same strategy play out again. For the last 18 months, school boards all across America have ignored calls from parents to open the schools and drop the mask mandates. 
Parents want their children back in the classroom. And the forced mask mandates dropped. So over the last months, parents have arrived in mass to make their voice heard. And it is working. School boards all across America are getting worried about personal blowback by continuing to ignore the will of the majority. I think we could call on Hillary here to help us out. I am sick and tired of the people who say that if you debate and you disagree with this administration, somehow you are not patriotic. And we should stand up and say, we are Americans and we have a right to debate and disagree with any administration. But, but wait a minute. The media and the DOJ are running with a new narrative that protesting school boards is now considered domestic terrorism. The Attorney General is working up department rules for prosecuting people who protest school board meetings. <sighs> I wonder what would have happened if the Attorney General took a similar action when people tore down American history back in 2020. I wonder why no Democrats called for the prosecution of the American traders who burned down businesses in Kenosha, Portland, Detroit, etc. Funny how prominent Democrats said the exact opposite. Remember, quote, we got to stay on the streets and we got to get more active. We got to get more confrontational. We got to make sure they know we mean business, said Congresswoman Maxine Waters, Democrat from California. Why isn't Maxine coming out in the defense of parents taking to the boardrooms and making sure board members know they mean business? Back in 2020, when Antifa and BLM were destroying one American city after another, the media celebrated the chaos. They made millions off the extra exposure. Since bad news, bad news leads, <laughs> now the media is celebrating the bad news, but this time it is against the protesters. Funny, then it was celebrating democracy and the mostly peaceful exercise of protest. But now the media celebrates the attempted squashing of freedom of speech. Let's look a little deeper at the goal. I mean, why would they call out the federal government to investigate parents protesting at school board meetings? In my opinion, it is the goal to scare parents away from protesting school boards. <laughs> See how this scenario sounds to you. When the FBI opens an investigation on an individual, they have vast power to question everyone connected with the target of the investigation. This strategy, as an example, was used to take down Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, the serial killer who ate his victims. Yeah, the feds kept a tight investigation on Jeffrey. They, they questioned everyone Jeffrey talked with, even strangers on the street. Everywhere Jeffrey went, the feds went. When it was done against a monster like Dahmer, Americans celebrated. But what does this type of investigation look like when used against a regular citizen? 
employers forced to endure repeated visits by the FBI, friends and family members taken in for questioning. Men with badges present themselves to everyone who talks with the American in question. Do you see the problem? People will lose their job, their friends, their life. And for what reason? Because they want a better education for their children? Where is the ACLU? Where are the liberty-loving reporters who investigate government abuse of power? How long will it be before we see a video on YouTube or CNN showing FBI and SWAT busting down a door of a parent and frog-marching mom and dad into custody? Of course the government officials will claim threats of violence as justification. But let's explore this excuse a little. How many times have you heard about a woman being stalked by some creep? Sure, I had a friend in college who was being stalked by a fellow student. She reported the stalking to the police, and they told her, ready for it? Quote, we cannot do anything until the stalker breaks a law, end quote. She was eventually raped only after her car was vandalized and her home was tagged. Her cat was even killed. Then and only then, the police had something they could use to go after the stalker. After 9-11, the federal government has the power to arrest people before they actually commit a crime. In the spirit of preventing some terrorist from causing a mass casualty event, the FBI gained the power to pre-arrest people for thought crimes against society. What was that movie? Um, oh, yeah, Minority Report. How'd that one work out? Precogs had a vision of a crime. Their dreams were read by computers and was used as evidence to execute an arrest. Good movie starring Tom Cruise. In our case, the feds are not using precogs to predict the future crime. They will use Google and anonymous reports to pre-arrest people before they can hurt a school board member. Homeland Security is defining some speech as pre-violence. Making threats is illegal, but I bet an attorney would help explain this better. If you are an attorney and you'd like to come on the program to help with this explanation, then please email me at hello at conservativesguide.com and we can arrange to get you on the program. But <clears throat> here I go with a layman's explanation. It is illegal to threaten physical violence or to kill someone. <laughs> File that under D for duh. But it depends on the timing. There is such a defense as excited utterance. Something said in the passion of the moment, while someone can be arrested for making an excited utterance of bodily harm, it requires explicit description of a physical crime. An example would be, quote, I am going to meet you in the parking lot after the meeting and beat you up, end quote. That is a threat of physical violence that specifies the type of violence. 
Of course, if someone said, I'm going to kill you, that is illegal. And the person who makes that statement can and, well, most likely will be arrested. Now, here's where things get tricky. You see, the parents at school board meetings are not threatening bodily harm. At least not on the videos I've seen so far. Parents, they're taking to the mic and saying, quote, we will be coming for you. Or, quote, we will take you out. Two statements that on the surface could be interpreted as a potential for harm, but not explicit enough to justify an arrest. Except now the Department of Justice has created a new rule that says any statement against an elected official of any board is considered a threat of bodily harm. Now it gets silly stupid. <laughs> the local sheriff cannot execute an arrest under the Department of Justice's new rule. Nope. The local sheriff will still tell you an actual crime needs to be committed before they can actuate an arrest. But the feds... They don't have to wait for an actual crime because they had the weight of the Justice Department on their side. <sighs> this is like the stalker case from college. A parent said something mean, but didn't actually explicitly make a threat. They are guilty of an excited utterance, and in any local court of law, the charges would be dismissed. <laughs> Well, maybe not the ones with DAs controlled by George Soros, but, you know, that's a different podcast. Without credible evidence of an actual crime, and speaking is not yet a crime in America, no magistrate can read the charges. But the feds don't need a magistrate to read charges. Heck, they don't even need charges to affect a long-term arrest. We have domestic terrorists held over from January 6th, 2021, without having any charges, no legal counsel, and held in solitary confinement. Thank you, Patriots Act. Thank you, George Bush, for suspending Americans' rights in the name of protecting the homeland. So a parent appears before a school board and is given three minutes to air their grievance. The mic is cut, and the parent gets mad and says something stupid doesn't threaten bodily harm, but says something like, I'm going to see to it that you are gotten rid of. To you and me, we assume the parent means they're going to affect the elected official's term in office. Get them unelected or, or recalled, but with the new Department of Justice rules, the feds can swoop in and assume a threat of bodily harm has just been issued. In order for this tactic to work, the feds need to actually arrest some people. You see, the Biden administration wants to squelch public protests against CRT and the progressive takeover of the American education system. The threat of arrest by the FBI is a powerful deterrent, but they actually need to execute some arrests. So I predict very soon we'll see on video or on CNN, MSNBC, and YouTube showing some parents' home being raided, all in the name of stopping a domestic terrorist. How long before podcast talk show hosts are tagged by the FBI? Hmm. I say bring it. 
I will say it here. I will work my darndest to get any and every school board member who favors CRT, social, emotional learning, and similar garbage tossed out of office, defeated at the ballot box, recalled if need be. I'll follow Maxine Waters' advice on this topic and confront elected officials and get confrontational if needed to show them we mean business. The public schools belong to the public, to the majority. And I will not sit by and watch America destroyed by communists seeking to fundamentally transform America. Today's call to action is you need to stand with me and the hundreds of thousands of parents all across America to confront school boards on this issue. We don't need to threaten violence. We just need to show up and make sure our voices are heard. We need to send a clear message to Washington, D.C. that they will need to arrest 80 million-plus Americans if they want to take over America. We need to stand firm together, shoulder to shoulder, with our fellow Americans to fight against the communist takeover of America. I know, I know that C word scares you. I hate saying it. I hate the idea that in 2021, we are fighting against communism in America. But when the government calls out the secret police to squelch freedom of speech, that it, it, it's a tenet of communism. We must stop it here and now. We can do this together, one school board at a time. Look up the next school board meeting in your city and attend. Applaud when something is said that you like. You don't need to talk if you don't want to. You just need to be there. There is safety in numbers. If, God forbid, it comes to physical confrontation, then we, as Americans, need to decide if this country is worth saving or not. Looking back on 2020, I can say, and I bet you will agree, the left is not afraid to get physical. Are you? Are you afraid to fight for your child? Are you afraid to fight for your country? Right now, we only need to talk. But if push comes to shove, which side are you going to stand? On the side with those taking away rights or those standing up for them? This has been an episode of the Conservative's Guide to American Politics. We hope you've gained new knowledge that helps you in your day-to-day -day struggle to navigate the minefield of liberal ideals. Please share this episode with your conservative friends and help them gain the strength needed to face the progressive assault against America. The stance we take today will determine our future and the future for our children. Like this podcast and help send a message to the progressives. Stand proud of your conservative ideology. Bring together your neighbors and look not for the shelter of silence. Speak your mind, exercise your right to free speech, or one day the idea of America might only be a note in history.